0: Good morning. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. I'm Janine, and you're listening to Get the Funk Out. Okay, standing by to join me is Varda Barkar. She has a incredible film called Big Voice that just debuted at the 11th Annual La Femme International Film Festival, October 15th to 18th. So she's going to share this great film with us. Good morning, Varda. Good morning. Thanks so much for calling in.
1: Oh, of course. You're welcome. Thanks for having me.
0: Well, I heard about this film and I was really intrigued and I checked out the trailer and uh, I was wondering if you could tell our listeners a little bit about it.
1: Well, Big Voice is about a very inspiring, very determined high school choir director who's working with his students to achieve true artistry. And we follow them for about a year and a half, and what you know, I discovered early on is the students really don't understand or can't imagine the level of accomplishments that he visions for them. So there's a sort of a struggle, there's a real push and pull between them, um, as he's kind of holding the space for them. Uh, this level of excellence that they can't even imagine they can achieve yet. Sure. And so they're sort of resisting, and you see what it takes, really, to achieve something truly extraordinary, and you see what it means to be a really great teacher. And, you know, you see what students...
0: Hello? Uh Uh-oh. Our line got dropped. All right, that was Varda Barkar, and uh, I'm sure she'll call back in in just a moment. So let's take a quick music break, and then... uh, All right, we'll take a break and bring her back on. Right, Sorry about that. We are joined. Varda Barkar. Hi there. Take two. <laughs> Hi. That's okay. So we were talking about the whole dynamic between the teacher and the students, and the students don't realize they really have it in them to achieve what the teacher sees possible.
1: Yes, exactly. And it's, it's also it's not just that they don't realize that they don't have it in them, but they actually think he's asking too much of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, because they can't even imagine. Yes. And, you know. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: Super intimidating. I mean, you know, you watch the trailer and you go, wow, I can see how that would be really challenging. But then you uh, you see how the kids grow. I mean, you were part of the whole process. So what was that like?
1: Um, well, it was extremely inspiring, I have to say. Every time I left, we you know, there was a team of us, but every time we left the classroom after shooting or a performance, We were just so energized and so excited, um, even though there was a struggle. And there was also that kind of feeling as we got further down into the year, will they have a breakthrough, what will happen? Mm -hmm. Um, You know, where is this all going to go? Because it really was uh, a true struggle. And even the teacher himself, Mr. Holt, was kind of questioning and uncertain about, you know, what he was doing and where things were going to go. Uh, I don't want to give too much away, but it was very ultimately an extremely inspiring experience, and I continued to be energized by it four years later.
0: And it sounds like your premise starting out was possibly different from a little bit different from the end result. Because yes, you, I thought. Yeah,
1: go ahead. Yeah, I mean, I my my usual premise was it was this inquiry about what does it take, how does he do it, how been to into performance. And I was so moved and so transported. And I found it extraordinary that within a public school, he, he, someone could achieve true artistry. Because I know what it takes, you know, that any of those kinds of hurdles, mm-hmm. that working with teenagers, you know, that being in a school system, what it really takes to create something truly extraordinary. And so I, I was just really intrigued. I really, truly wanted to know how he did it. And so that was kind of the, the original impetus for making the film. And also to shed light on a really great teacher and what a really great teacher can accomplish and that it is possible to be a good teacher and there are great teachers out there.
0: How long did it take to make this film?
1: Um, It took us four years. We shot over 250 hours worth of footage over the course of a year and a half. It took, you know, several months to prepare for the shoot. It took six months just to sync it all up and it took about a year and a half to edit. Wow, that's a
0: long time.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um, We didn't really know what we were getting ourselves into, but once we were in it, uh, you know, that we had to achieve that level of artistry that he aspired to in order for the film, I felt, to have integrity. Mm -hmm. So I was willing to go through whatever we needed to go through and whatever time, expenditure, energy it took to achieve that level of accomplishment in order for the film to really be truthful, you know, and to have that integrity that it needed to have to deliver the the vision, you know, the sharing.
0: Well, I can can imagine Mr. Hulls must've been so busy juggling so many other things, it must've been hard to schedule, you know, making this film
1: happen. You're right on there. (laughs) He basically was so busy that he was never really able, I sent him, Many, many emails and voice messages and texting saying, could you let me know when this is happening or that is happening? If something happens, let me know. And I really don't think I ever heard back from him once. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So we had to use a lot of detective work. Mm -hmm. We went, uh, one of my producers friended a lot of the the students in the choir so she could see what was going on and kind of from them. And then I would just do random drop-ins in the classroom and come and see him. It's the only way I could actually get information. And of course it was a quiet schedule and so I figured out, you know, if we shoot right before performance, we shoot the performance, we shoot after the performance, we're gonna get some good stuff. Yes. And then of course in the beginning of the year we shot for like two weeks straight. Just to get that, that energy. And then at the closing of the year we shot for many days straight. And then we went on the treats with them, we went on contests with them, field trips. What a great experience. Um, yeah, it was a really great experience. I really understand now what it's, you know what it's like to be a student these days, and also what teachers experience and the level of commitment that's required. Really, mm-hmm. truly transform a student.
0: What um, was what was it like? What was it like watching these
1: students? It was extremely touching. I mean, one of the things that really, really you know, touched me and moved me was the camaraderie and the love between the students. Because to be in a choir, it's different than the other classes, and that they meet every single day, and they're working towards something. And of course, when they're singing, all their voices meld. And so there's an intimacy to the experience. There's a connection that they make with each other that isn't logical. It's just kind of a mysterious, mystical kind of thing that happens right there in the classroom. And so they really do love each other. Or, you know, whatever they experience together, it's on that very intimate level. Yes. So there's a lot of, you know, hugging and there's a lot of physical kind of connection between them that I didn't really know happened, um, that I discovered, you know. And that was something that was outside of the kind of more intense accomplishment part of it. I think that's kind of what helps them get through it, actually, is that they have that connection. Mm -hmm. A lot of them speak about how it was a family for them. And, you know, coming there was like coming into family. So it provided them this kind of place where they could be together on that level in, in the school, you know, much larger school where there were a lot of challenges and struggles and not that kind of connection necessarily going on.
0: And I can imagine it must be really hard to audition just to initially get into the choir.
1: Definitely. It's, this is a high, we've followed the highest level uh, ensemble and it was very difficult uh, to get in into that ensemble, and Mr. Halls is very, very discerning, and he doesn't—he's not playing around. He's very serious about what he's accomplishing uh, with these students, and he expects a lot of them. So he wants to make sure that, on you know, many different levels, that they can stand up—you know—stand up to, you know, the pressures that that kind of choir, that ensemble requires. Not that just they have the skills, but kind of the psychological and the maturity as well.
0: Yes. Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. Part of it huge part of it. Now, you recently debuted this film at the 11th Annual La Femme International Film Festival. What was that like?
1: Um, that was very gratifying to be recognized as a woman filmmaker. This is a great time, I think, for women filmmakers. and It seems like our culture um, and the you know, industry, so to speak, is starting to recognize the importance mm-hmm. of giving opportunities to women filmmakers. Following that, we went to the Heartland Film Festival, which is where we really did our official world premiere. And I'm very grateful that we received an award. We received the best US Premiere um, award, and we received um, you know some great recognition from that. And we're starting to get invited to a lot of festivals now and you know get, getting some write-ups and stuff. So I'm very excited about that.
0: Where is the Heartlands Crystal
1: Heart Award? That is in Indianapolis. Oh, okay. Congrats. And it's the heartland, and it kind of makes sense that we did receive, and we have received that level of recognition there, because Big Voice really does speak to the heart. And it's, you know, it's a film that leaves you feeling uplifted and excited and full of possibility, and that's something that they, you know, that they really value there, and I think really we all value I mean, it's kind of a distinguisher for Big Voice in terms of a documentary, because many documentaries, rightly so, criticize, you know, or, like, you know, finding things that are wrong. And right. in this case, we're sort of recognizing something that's going right. And I think that it's a nice balance. Um... Yeah, for, for the, what's going on around documentary filmmaking right now.
0: I think it's great. I do want to mention some of your accolades. Uh, we mentioned the Heartland's Crystal Heart Award, also the Silver Telly Award, YouTube's Most Innovative Nonprofit Video Award, the New Filmmakers' LA Grand Jury and Audience Awards, and Shoot Magazine's 2010 New Director's Showcase. That's great.
1: Thank you very, very much. Um, Big Voice also won an award in South Dakota, Best Family Film. Oh, wonderful.
0: Congratulations.
1: Thank you. And then we're, we're going to show um, in Los Angeles on December 12th, Downtown LA, New Filmmakers LA, which is going to be a great screening. We're reaching out to a lot of um, high schools and uh, choir programs and, so that it'll be a really energized uh, audience. And it's going to be a great one for people to go. And, and then it, Mr. Holt. Uh, our subject will attend that screening and we'll do a and a which was uh, quite exciting for our audience. What was his take
0: on seeing the final film? Or has he not seen it yet?
1: He has seen it. Um, in fact, at Heartland, following our premiere screening, I announced he came there to Indianapolis from Santa Monica. Mm-hmm. And when I announced that he was there, the audience gave him a standing ovation. Oh, that's great. Which just shows you You know, that they really, he really represents, you know, other teachers, not just him, kind of this iconic figure that represents what so many teachers across the country experience. Mm -hmm. Um, So he, when we first told him we were going to do this documentary, he sort of didn't believe it. And then he sort of thought, well, we're going to be in there for about three days or four days. um, And only told me at the end of the filming that he had thought that And a year and a half later, you know. He realised how intense and serious it really was when he saw the film. Gratefully, he really, really likes it, and he really feels it was a honest portrayal. And he, you know, he's delighted. I mean, I think it, it, it far exceeded his expectations.
0: That's great, you know. And the road to. Achieving and performing—it's—it's it's not an easy one. It's like you know, even for athletes, you—you you might have a really, really tough coach, but they see something in you that you potentially don't see in yourself.
1: Absolutely, and even like in the making of big voice, it's very when you make a film, it often mirrors what you're talking about, the subject. It's so weird, but the film, the making of a film, often embodies the challenges that are within the story. And you, and it was the same with Big Voice. We really had to go through a period, just like the students do, where we really didn't believe it was possible. Mm-hmm. We really thought, "Oh gosh, is this ever going to come together?" And you have to be willing to hold firm, and you have to be willing to not listen to. You have the doubts, you have the questions, and you have to be willing to just be with the struggle, and that's when the breakthrough happens. And it's the same with education, and that's why I'm so determined to get this film out and seen because I feel it will show students that it's okay. It's in, it's right there within that struggle with so much insight and so much learning happens. That's when you learn is in the struggle. There's nothing wrong with it being difficult. Right. We don't need to protect ourselves from that difficulty because it's right in there. where we'll have the breakthrough and that's where we learn. It's just like with exercise, as we said, you might have to work really, really hard and you might really have to sweat. And you might really feel like, oh I can't do this get through to that level of insider accomplishment.
0: And let me share something with you, because the theme of this show is Get the Funk Out. And I always say how sometimes you have to go through a very dark, tough, challenging time to find your way out. And it's through that that storm that you sometimes find your better self or answers to something, you know, and you find your strength like you never knew You had, because you had to go through this tough time, and you look back and you say, well, it might have been the worst thing that ever happened to me, but it probably was the best.
1: Absolutely. That's exactly it. Everything, in a way, I know it's hard to believe, but every aspect of our lives, whether it be the dark or the light, is a gift. It's an opportunity for us to achieve a greater insight. And that's what makes life so profound and so enriching.
0: Yes, it sure does. It sure but does. it's really
1: up to, it's, it's up to us to, to find that meaning. It's up to us to work through, you know, in our minds. We might not realize that, you know, and it's up to us to kind of come back to that and, you know, come to that understanding. We bring that meaning into those struggles.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, and I think Big Boy shows that.
0: Well, I was going to say is sometimes when you're going through that tough period, whether it's loss or whatever it is, you have to stop and say, what can I learn from this, you know? And it's very hard. So let me ask you, when you're going through a tough time on this project, did you just, because you had a great production team behind this, did you just, you know, consult together and kind of muddle through this?
1: At times, at times, it was up to me. I mean, I literally had some moments where, I know it seems so so silly because it's the movie, but it was, you know, important to me, and so I literally had some moments where I would just have to have a good cry, yeah, and then pull myself together and say to my collaborators or whoever it was, we're going to get through this, we're going to do this. I, as a leader, sometimes you just have to hold that position for everybody else. Right. Just like with pizza, just like Mr. Holt is for students. You have to say, I know this is going to be exquisite, I know this is... We're going to be able to realize our vision. Let's keep moving through. And you hold that position until it steps into it, you know, until the breakthroughs occur and then everyone's on board again. You know?
0: oh, I love it. Well, it's interesting you admitted you had, you had a good cry because here you're, the students are very emotional going through what they're going through day in, day out. But you know, you have another aspect of it as well.
1: Yes. And I think it's important for us to, to acknowledge to You know, the world, but sometimes we do have doubts, and sometimes it is difficult because otherwise people think oh it's so easy, they have it so easy, but it 's hard for me, and people get discouraged, so I think it's important to show that it's okay to struggle that we don 't need to pretend it's always easy for us, and it's always you know we're, we're, we're so successful because it 's easy no not that we are so successful because we've hung in there, and we've we've gone through the tough times and Whole, we whole have a larger kind of vision to know that that's part of it, right and that's okay,
0: right mm-hmm. You know what always fascinated me when I was in graduate school I was qualitative research because I liked the idea of um, when you you come up, you have a premise. But then along the way, some some other things come at you and there's new themes. And so your original premise is no longer your focus. You're down a different path because this is the newness that's coming. But you have to be open to those
1: new paths. That's true, Janine. In fact, I don't know if you saw we did a Kickstarter campaign. I didn't see that. Um, yeah, so we raised all most of our funds through Kickstarter to our community and those who believe in the film are the ones that funded it. And when we first did we did like a video for that and Mm -hmm. the video really did have a slightly different focus. It was sort of focusing on the dreams of the students and you know how this was going to, how choir would help them realize their dreams and then we quickly, you know, we saw that there was this other thing happening which was this dynamic between Mm -hmm. the students and Mr. Halls and made that shift, just as you say, right? kind of flexible and there were some other things, you know, in post-production I had a few ideas of how we were going to use original songs, and we went to um, Nebraska, which is where Mr. Hall's family is yes. and where he was born and in the in the editing, we realized, oh no 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 we can't we can't use these things they're not they're not in the choir room right you know this other idea and have, you have to let go of uh, no matter what the resources were that went into it you just have to go with this just have to let it go. This isn't what this is about anymore.
0: Exactly. And have
1: that flexibility.
0: That's yeah. what makes it so fascinating.
1: Yes. It's an adventure and it's discovery. Sure.
0: So uh, do you want to give a shout out to your production team? I know you've got a, a big group. Um, you have co-producer Marina, is it Viscon?
1: Yes. Marina Viscon. And we have Deb Love and Carol Coote and um, John Bug, mm-hmm. an amazing editor, um, Robert McFall and our DP Duran Keat and an incredible collaborator of mine who did the sound and much of the shooting, Dennis Light, um, and so many more. We this really is a you know collaborative process. Filmmaking is highly collaborative and I had a great team and continue to have a great team who supports us into distribution. We will have educational distribution coming up through the video project. Oh, good. So by the beginning of January, that will be available to schools and institutions, and uh, we'll be doing specialty screenings. And we're uh, right now in negotiations for uh, with Gravitas Ventures, actually, um, for general consumer distribution, and that's very exciting. And that should be coming up um, in the summer of 2016. So let
0: me throw out the website. It's bigvoicemovie.com, and uh, there's a There's also a trailer. I put a bunch of links on my blog, which is getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. Varda, do you have any last uh, bits of advice or anything else you want to talk about that you're working on?
1: Um, Well, I just really encourage people to, um, you know, come to our Facebook page, Mm -hmm. Big Voice Movies, facebook.com slash movie to follow us. uh, We're putting up new clips. We have a YouTube channel as well. And... um, you really want to share this journey and have people join us on the journey because that's what's going to make a difference. That's what's going to enable the film to be seen all over the country and all over the world. So um, that's you know sort of what I would encourage people to do, to be part of the Big Voice journey.
0: And uh, again, December 12th is when it's going to be showing in Los Angeles?
1: Yes, at New Filmmakers LA. And um, you could go there. Actually, it should be ticket sales available starting today. Um, But, you know, I think the most, uh, the easiest way for people to know what we're doing and to even see where that, find out more about that screening is to come to our Facebook page or our website. And I want to thank you very much for, uh, you know, the the kind of content that you produce and for having me and Big Voice on your show this morning.
0: Well, thank you so much for taking the time to call in. I, I found it to be a very powerful film and I look forward to meeting you. I'm going to try to make the December 12th screening.
1: That would be wonderful. Thank
0: you. I look forward to meeting you. I look forward to meeting you, too. Thank you again. Thank you, Varda. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That was Varda Barkar calling in to talk about her musical feature documentary that just debuted at the 11th Annual La Femme International Film Festival, October 15th to the 18th. And if you missed any part of today's show, I will put it up on my blog again, which is getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. Have a great Monday, everybody, and I'll be back next week. You're listening to Get the Funk Out right here on KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine.